0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast, episode 33. Uh, This is a continuation of the podcast that we did uh, last week, and it's all connected to the spiritual body. This is a series of podcasts that myself and Stacey have recorded, really focused on all four of our bodies. So we started with the physical, moved on to the mental, then emotional, and now we're in actually second episode of the spiritual body. Obviously, from a, you know the, the episode, the podcast called Spiritual Journey. So the spiritual part of our journey is something that me and Stacey focus on a lot. But at the same time, all four of our bodies are kind of focused on the spiritual awakening, the spiritual body, spiritual journey in some kind of way. We have to kind of really f- work on each body. We need to understand where the trauma is in each body. We need to understand... Um, where the healing is required in each of the body to truly awaken it. And um, in this episode, we're going to really focus on awakening to your soul's purpose. What do you do? What are some of the things that you can do to understand your journey, become aware of your journey, and then take action on a regular basis to truly connect on why you're here, why what your spiritual journey is, and how you're here to shine your light. So I'm excited to be here. This is Spiritual body is. Um, something we're both super passionate about, um, something we work on with our clients on a daily, daily basis. And it's beautiful to see the awakenings that are going on around us. And I really feel right at this stage, a lot of us are being pushed to awaken spiritually. And a lot of things that used to excite us previously, pre-lockdown or whatever you want to call it, actually don't excite us anymore we're looking for something different. And, um, you know, Sometimes when we look at something different, some of us focus on the spiritual side and understand what's happening. Others may decide to watch different things on TV, feed themselves something different, drink something different. But I'm sure all of us can feel something different or happen around us. How we choose to respond to that is free will. It's all of a choice. And I, I feel that you know, everyone that's listening to this is in some way on a, on a spiritual awakening. We talked in the last episode about, you know, we're all students of life, right? We're always going to be, you know, on this spiritual awakening journey. We're always going to be growing, always going to be learning. That's part of the human experience. But on this journey, we'll focus on the spiritual body. We'll focus on what's happening around us, what could be happening inside you. We'll share some of the things that we've been going through and what we're doing to continue on this awakening journey. And um, I am always, always super excited to have my buddy, my best friend, um, really somebody that expands me uh, like no one else on share this space with me. So I'd love to introduce Stacy. She's, she's amazing. She's beautiful. And, you know, friends, I, I, I do this to every, every, every podcast on Clubhouse clubhouse, everything else, because you know, I really am preparing us for being on stage. Um, you know, Stacy's book is going to be published this year and I'm really preparing us for what's coming. So introducing the amazing, the beautiful, the stunning, the Healer Extraordinary and uh, the about-to-be-published author, Stacey Brown. Stacey, please introduce yourself.
1: I laugh every time you do that, Nims, but I am truly grateful to be here with you again and be sharing with the listeners um, how this path has unfolded and the things that we do to connect every day. Um, so this is, this is a, a topic that's very near and dear to my heart as I feel like I'm in the midst of this massive transformation. Um, as Nim said, my name is Stacy. I'm an intuitive healer. I am a certified Reiki practitioner. I'm a spiritual mentor and coach. I'm an Akashic record reader, and I'm currently working on getting my first book published and out by the end of the year. So a lot is happening in my world, a lot of change, a lot of shifting. And uh, it's exciting and scary all at the same time, Nims, but I'm here for it.
0: How beautiful, how beautiful. And um, like I said, I'm, I'm blessed to share this space with you. I am Nims, I'm Nimesh. I'm also a special coach, teacher, mentor, and Akashi record reader. Um, there's no coincidence that you know, a lot of what Stacey does and I do is very similar because we work on a lot of things together, uh, like the mentoring, like the cashier records. And uh, yeah, I'm excited on this journey. I really feel that things like mentoring and guiding people to truly shine their light is is kind of why we're here, right? It's, I, I'm a big believer that my destiny is to, is to mentor many people who are going to mentor many people, and that's how I'll touch many, many lives. So um, I know like I know that, I'm an expander. I'll I'll work with certain people and I'll I'll help them understand why they're here. Help them understand the programming. So I'm super super excited to do that because when you do that, people start to shine their light differently. And Steve, so I always ask in every podcast, you know, I always ask the listener to shine their light on themselves. Why it's really important that we shine a light ourselves on our first on ourselves first, because when we do that, we can shine our light on others so much more, including the loved ones. So I always ask, you know, kind of. Where are you on your list of your priorities? If you had to list the most important people in your life, where do you come on that list? And um, actually, I'm not going to ask you to, this on this episode. What have you done today to um, to shine your light on you? Because actually, we're recording two episodes together. The spiritual Body one, we thought we followed was important. We connected them and recorded them at the same time. So, Stace, I'm not going to ask you that question today. So you'll say because you've already answered it in the last week's episode. But I do want to remind people, all the listeners, that um, it's important that you shine your light on you. So I encourage all of you to pick something today to truly shine the light on you. That could be five minutes in nature, 10 minutes in nature, even more. It could be just taking time out for a coffee. It could be just calling a friend. It could be watching something you haven't watched in a while. It could be just taking a couple of minutes out for you, whatever that looks like. Um, I really do encourage you to do that but I'm excited to get this, this, this episode going. and I just, um, i will kind of introduce it in a way that, um, you now my perspective on, on things like our destiny, our soul contracts, you know, why we're here, when's that kind of set just to kind of may, maybe just give you my perspective, on what that looks like. And then we'll talk about, um, some of the things we do and the spiritual journey we're on and kind of what we do to continue this journey and to continue to awaken. Um, and this is kind of my 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 perspective, and it's just what I believe. Um, and I'm a big believer that before we come into this physical body, a lot of our major events, our major awakening points, are set in are set has at a soul level. We already know in many ways what our soul needs to experience um, in this lifetime to expand and to continue to on the soul's journey, um, and then based on whatever we need to experience, whether it's pain, unconditional love, joy, whatever that is, that's how we decide on the soul contracts we're going to have. So we we our soul then picks other souls to go through that, and they could be heartbreakers. So then you need to find another soul that's going to break your heart, whatever that looks like, right? So so um, some of these soul contracts are set in stone, certainly the major ones. Um, the other thing is our soul picks our soul family. Um, we all have a soul family. We all have a set of guides that are with us through this lifetime. Sometimes we get new guys through the life, then you know that's um, what we're depending on what we need. But our most of our soul family is picked by our soul before we come into this life. I'm also a big believer that um you know the child picks them up. So the soul of a child will pick them up. So, you know, in many ways, a lot of things are predetermined. Now that doesn't mean that we don't have free will. So we have a certain destiny that you know is kind of multiple destinies that we could have, but then we have free will, and sometimes some of our decisions does make may mean that we pick another destiny instead of the destiny with the path that we thought we were on. Having said that, I really feel that the major major connections and the major soul contracts, um, the universe does help us to complete those contracts, but that's where sometimes when we don't listen to the simple messages that the universe is nudging us. The message, the universe has a role to play to help us complete those soul contracts. That's when we don't listen to the original messages. Um, The universe will send the strongest messages, stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And um, that's where I really feel that working on our four bodies and us doing these episodes on the four bodies is really important because if we don't heal the stuff that's going on in us, it has to come out some kind of way. And I'm a big believer that when we don't heal, that's when illnesses start to come, that's when the pain, and that's when the, so if we work on all four of our bodies and healing them, that in many ways will allow us to shine our light, it doesn't mean we won't go through major experiences because sometimes we have to, but it means that we're better prepared for whatever comes. And um, you know, so I'll repeat, everything that's happening to us is happening to us for a reason. It's the soul trying, it's the universe trying to help us complete our soul contracts. And what if, and you've, I'm sure people heard me say this before, what if we change the question instead of why does this always happen to me? Why don't we change it to how is this serving me? How is this helping me complete my my soul contracts? How is this expanding me on this soul journey? If we start there and then asking more quality questions, maybe we've got a different set of answers and maybe this journey becomes even easier. Uh, we talked about in the last episode, our awakenings. And honestly, you know, there's so much that goes through awakening. There's so many different phases. I'm sure both me and Stace could have taken three, four episodes each, kind of talking about some of the awakenings. And and that was my point of the last one. There's no, yes, there are major events in our awakening, but it's not like it's a one-time thing. You know, you have these major events, and then there's still other things that we need to go through. So if you're expecting a big bang and a big white light and a big epiphany, some kind of major breakthrough, sometimes it doesn't come like that. And I'll just share, I'll begin a s sharing this story. And I remember once I was with my spiritual teacher, my guru, my friend that's still no longer left in this realm. But now one of my guys, Sidra, Sidra Jeffrey, we're in an event, but it was post-event. It was just me and her. And she was laughing at me. I'm like, okay, Sidra, why are you laughing at me now? She's like, I watch you every day and you're having breakthroughs every day. But because you're waiting for this big breakthrough that you think you're going to get, you're missing the little breakthroughs, which actually, if you add them up, they're a big breakthrough. And I was like, wow, okay. And it's like, um, it's so true. Sometimes it's our expectations of what our spiritual awakening needs to look like that we miss the small wins, we miss the small. And I encourage everyone that's listening to the podcast is to consider, look back and think about where you were spiritually before. How much have you grown? How much more aware are you? you to this episode you're here for a reason so i would encourage you to celebrate your successes sure continue to do the right things and continue to focus on your awakening whatever that looks like where you also need to celebrate your wins so um but yeah stay slow start kind of went off for a tangent um i don't always know what's going to come through on these episodes i just trust whatever is meant to be is meant to be um But yeah, I'd love your take on on this episode on, you know, kind of awakening to our soul's journey. What does that mean to you?
1: So I want to be super clear on this for me. And that is, you know, though I've gone through um, the experiences that I've been through and we talked about on the last episode, there's still a need for a daily commitment to how I'm showing up, meaning I've had these earth shattering experiences, right? Where my son was fighting for his life and I had some major spiritual connections and breakthroughs in this awakening. But I think the bigger thing that, um, that I have this awareness of now is my daily routine and how I show up for myself spiritually in the midst of all of that, whether it's a major, you know, earth shattering event, or it's the day to day kind of mundane existence in between those massive events. Um, For me, I had this major spiritual, like, period of time, right, where my, my son's fighting for his life, and I'm having these very pivotal experiences. But for me, there was also the awareness that I had let myself go in caring for someone else. And so now what did I do with those experiences? I have these experiences that are life altering. Now what? And I, I think that's where it, it comes into play. Um, you know, we think about the physical body a lot in the human experience and, uh, many of us work out and, Some people choose to work out at home. Some people choose to go to the gym. Um, But when you have a, a, a big physical goal that you want to accomplish, a lot of us will hire an expert to help us, right? We'll hire a personal trainer. Like you could go into the gym and try to navigate the machines by yourself. But when you hire a personal trainer, you're hiring someone who has the expertise to be able to help you to get the results that you want and structure a program. And I like to say that we're like, as, as spiritual mentors, we're like personal trainers for the soul. And what I have found is when I look back on my life, God, the universe provided me with spiritual personal trainers, mentors who helped me cultivate a healthy routine, not for my physical body, but for my spiritual body. And so what I found was. I had to get back to those foundational things that I did day to day to be able to nurture that spiritual body based off of the training that I had received for so many decades. Um, And I feel like this is really important because we don't physically see the spiritual body. And so I think a lot of us go through our daily routine focusing on the mental aspect of things, the emotional aspect of things, the physical aspect of things, but what about the spiritual part and how do you connect? Um, I believe that just like a personal trainer shows you their style of working out and we then take that routine after a period of time of working with that personal trainer and we integrate those steps and kind of formulate our own recipe, so to speak. So for me... I have been working in this season on reintroducing those healthy things into my life as I'm healing from this experience with my family and figuring out exactly the recipe that works for me. And um, for me, I need a daily connection spiritually. I I need to have the line of communication between me and the spirit realm to be tapped into on a daily basis. My life is busy. You know, I'm a, I'm a business owner. Um, I'm a mother. Uh, I, I have a lot going on in my life, but when I'm intentional in how I'm showing up for myself, it creates a ripple effect in all the other areas of my life. So, um, I found a a deep spiritual connection through running several years ago and, I want to be really clear in saying, I am not telling all of you to go out and go running (laughs) because some people will be like, that's just not going to work for me. Um, But for me, there's something about the the rhythm that you get into of your feet hitting the pavement um, or hitting the treadmill in some cases that allows me to get into kind of a meditative state to be able to connect and quiet the noise from the outside world. And it was something that really helped me in the past. And so it's something that I have gotten back into. And um I set a goal for myself every day to create that space and carve out that time for my busy life to quiet the outside noise and, and go into that meditative state. Um and this is something I do five to six days a week. Um and I've noticed a massive shift, not just in my mental health, but in my spiritual health and that connection. Uh, I'm a big believer in the power of, of written word, uh, not just as an author of a book, but uh, as someone who has used journaling throughout my entire life to uh, process what's happening in my life. And so I, I take the time to get still with my thoughts. I mean, how many of us are caught up in conference calls and business meetings and needs of kids and a spouse, et cetera, sports events, whatever it is, our lives are busy. And that check-in where I sit with my journal and I have a structure of how I journal that's very impactful. And when I do that, I can feel more clear on where I am in this present moment and what I'm grateful for. And it 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 cultivates a deeper connection for me, and I have found that being intentional every day with some of these processes has been something that's allowed me to really dial in on what's happening. Like, what is the bigger message here? You know, what what am I doing? How am I shining my light? Some of the same questions that we ask here on the podcast have have been things I ask myself every day, um, and then one of the more recent developments is I've always been a really passionate, uh, reader. I, I love books. Uh, I love, you know, getting the, the knowledge of other people who have come before me or who are figuring it out. And I like to go with more of a spiritual type of book that gives me some introspection and reflection on what's happening in my world. And, um, and then the final thing I try to do every day is get outside. And, um, and really connect with nature. And I'm just giving you some of the things on my highlight reel, but I feel like they are things that are really important because we live in a society that pushes us to constantly be busy. And yet when you're busy, it's really hard to listen to that inner voice and have that connection. And so I've had to be super intentional in my busy life about scheduling these times for this peaceful existence in order to strengthen my spiritual muscle and my connection with my soul family and with god
0: hello blessed days. that's some um, so many so many nuggets um and we were talking about this earlier it's, it's really interesting how the consistent message in each of the four bodies um that we've you know each week we talk about is the importance of having a self-care routine you know, you talk about running, um, arguably running is, is a physical activity, right? So you think, okay, that's good for your physical body. But it's like, you talk about it being meditative. So, okay, that means it's good for your spiritual body. It also allows you to collect your thoughts. Um, you know, so that helps in the mental and emotional body, right? So that having a strong self-care routine is really consistent in everything we do. And, um, you yeah, know, for me, I'm not a runner, but walking in nature and connecting with nature and feeling our stronger connection to source is super, super important because you feel more present. Um, time in silence, just time, just being listened to meditations, guided meditations, or just music. is something else that's also important to me. Um, you know, time with loved ones, whatever that looks like. Um, is something else that's important that nurtures my soul. And, um, Honestly, sometimes I love being just on my own too and being in my own space and, you know, doing something for me, whatever that looks like. Is also maybe it's just going for a drive, maybe it's just connection. The other thing that I think I feel is really important to mention is um, we all have gifts, right? We all have spiritual gifts. We all have, in some way, maybe we're all empathic um, in whatever way we have a unique ability to connect to someone else's energy. And, you um, I really feel it's important for us to nurture those gifts too. Whatever those gifts may be, um, and we all have them, right? So if, you, if you're if you listening and you think, well, oh, I don't have any gifts, well, maybe it's your ability to connect to someone's energy and maybe try it, feel somebody's vibration and just feel what you feel. The other thing that is really important on a spiritual journey is active listening. Mm-hmm. When we're talking to somebody and we're actively listening to them, We're listening to them from from a heart and soul perspective, not thinking about what are we going to do next, not thinking about what are we going to have for dinner, whatever. If we're present in that conversation, that in itself is a spiritual activity. The other person's soul recognizes it, your soul recognizes it, and the connection you built is at a deeper level. So practice using your gifts, um, meditation, time in silence, time in nature, having a really good self-care routine, being conscious about what are you feeding yourself? What I mean there is about what you f- physically feed, food wise, drink wise, but also who are you talking to? Who are the people that you talk to on a regular basis? Are they expanding you? Are they, you know, allowing you to be you or are they, or are you having to adapt to be with them? Are you not being yourself? Are you speaking your truth? You know, having those, having people around you that expand you is also part of, the spiritual journey in all four of your bodies um and you know states we talk often about the importance of us doing healing right uh, we heal when we're healing so you know when we when we don't have a clubhouse room you know maybe it goes a few days and we're not doing some healing or we you know we have we go a couple of days without um having a reading or whatever that may be it doesn't happen often but there is something missing right we feel it um and it's that um you know, it's that importance of continuing to to serve as a healer. I feel is also really important. We're on this journey. Uh, we're all in some way here to serve, and you know, in many ways, we serve by working with our mentorship clients, doing Akashic record readings. Um, you know, we 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 practice using our gifts, but we also we also give back by when we go live, when we go on Clubhouse. Um, that's not a paid thing. It's a way of where we give back. So. There's um there's many facets to this, and it's really important that you you you, you consider all four of your bodies, and you do things as self care the nature all four of your bodies, but you also consider your role in the world in maybe three different ways. You consider um what do you what do you bring to the world? How are you serving the world? How is the universe serving you in terms of what do you want to expand on? What do you want to learn? And how do you want God and the universe to show up? And and, you know, it's that, I guess the first thing is you giving back to the community. The second thing is your expansion and, you know, kind of your soul journey with the universe. And thirdly is, what's your purpose? How are you here? What's, you know, yes, there's a financial exchange. So for, for, for me, it would be, you know, the mentoring, the cash records is, 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 my, um, is my purpose. It's me doing what I'm here to do, but actually getting an exchange for it. Um, my giving back to the universe is some of what we do in Clubhouse, also some of the charity work I do. I, there's a lot of people I'm just there for. I'm meant to hold their space. And I give back in that sort of way. And you know what I want from the universe is to continue this awakening journey, continue to awaken to my gifts, continue to be, build a con- strong connection to source. And I think of it, and it's like we have to do all three. A lot of us as healers, a lot of the time, we'll just serve. We'll, we'll be there for other people, we'll be there for the people. But at the same time, healers need healing too, right? There's, you know, if someone, if a healer ever says to you they're fully healed, honestly, I don't mind my language, but I think they're full of it, right? It's that, because I think we're always healing the stuff that's always going to come up and there's a divine timing to that stuff. So healers need healing too. And some, and I know from it, like I know that some of my healing comes when I'm healing other people. So and a lot of time I'll get messages when I'm opening someone else's to Kesha request because I need the hang this, whatever message I'm sharing, I need to hear it too. So it's like we've got to really consider, and it may sound weird, but we've got to, got to, got to put ourselves first. And we've got to consider how are we prioritizing ourselves? And you talk about um, reading a book, and, you know, I, I I, used to read a lot, and actually, for, for whatever reason, I don't read as much, and maybe it's just time, but you're inspiring me to to pick up my Kindle again and kind of start to start to maybe reread some of the books that, that I've read because some of those books have changed have changed my life and it's that it's also been open to new ways of um of connecting to source connected to our soul but here's the other thing you've got to be careful of is and and we were talking to one of our mentorship clients about it this week is that sometimes you try so many different things you hear uh, this person say this meditation or this technique or Stacy talk about running. Oh, my God, let me try running. We try it for like a few days. And it doesn't work for us. And it's that what's really important is you find what works for you. And the way you do that is when you try the activity, does it lift your soul? Does it excite you? Does it is it something you connect with? It's like we talk about you being on the treadmill Stacey, quite often. It's that you don't necessarily enjoy being on the treadmill. I'm not sure anyone does, but actually you enjoy how it makes you feel afterwards. And it kind of lifts your soul. And that's the the keys, finding a routine that lifts your soul, that works for you. And the other thing we have to be careful of is sometimes we find these things and they're working for us and life gets busy and we stop doing them. And that's okay too, as long as we get back on and keep doing them, right? Because otherwise we'll we'll, we'll find a few months down the track and we're like, why do we stop doing that? And that's journaling. Why do we stop journaling? We all know journaling helps us because journaling is a great way of releasing the stuff in us that we need to let go of. Journaling is a great way to manifest what we want. It's, you know, it's like, it, it tends to work with time in nature. There's so many things that generally work for a lot of people and it, it's working, but yet for some reason we stop doing it. And it's that typically what happens, you stop doing it for a day or two and you think, you know what, I'll, I'll get back, I'll get back. Then it becomes a week and then you start to feel a bit guilty and then you kind of, it doesn't become a routine anymore. And for it to become a routine again, you need to do it again for a period of time for it to become a routine. So there's many facets to this. I guess in summary for this part for me is really think about what you want to do to natural for your bodies. What do you want to do to for, for this body in particular? What 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 helps you to be in yourself, to truly feel connected to source? And you can call it God, you can call it source, but you get that calmness about you. And, you know, I would always consider doing something in nature. And, you know, for some people, it's yoga, by the way. If that's the other thing. Some people, it's just, you know, the other great thing to do is to walk on, work, walk on grass and barefoot. It's a great way of connecting to Mother Nature, allowing Mother Nature to heal. Put your hands in soil. There's so many different things out there, but pick the modalities, pick the things that really, really, really work for you and do them consistently for 21 days. And then assess. Don't keep chopping and changing. Pick two or three things. Do them regularly because you've got to, you know, you've got to give it time to truly have an effect. And then I would recommend journaling for everyone. And the reason journaling is important is because it allows you to understand what's happening inside. It's a great way of just, because if things are in your in your mind, they get stuck in your mind and you start to judge. When you just write and you're journaling and you just free write, then it's just a great way of releasing and, and kind of getting the stuff in you that doesn't serve, but also manifesting. The three things we always recommend, the other two I'll talk about too, is 10 minutes in silence. And what 10 minutes in silence does for you is it quiets the mind. And I'm sure lots of people are going to say, well, I've tried it, I can't meditate, da da, da et cetera, et cetera. But you can't do, it's like going to the gym once and expecting to be fit. You can't do something once and say, I can't do it. You've got to try something consistently. So I'd recommend 21 days of, of doing these activities and 10 minutes silence is just sitting in nature or sitting in silence, 10 minutes for you, and if any thoughts come through, let them come in and let them go. Let them come in and let them go. The second thing, like we all talked about, is journaling. And third thing I feel is really important is mirror work. And the reason I feel mirror work is important is you've got to love yourself from inside. So many people focus on the physical body, going to gym and all that. But how do you really feel about you inside? Do you love you from inside? And mirror work is a great way to connect and fall in love with you from inside. And the way you do that is you look in the mirror, you connect. Your eyes are windows to the soul. You feel the deep connection to your soul through your eyes and you just say I love you or I normally recommend, I appreciate you, I thank you, and I love you. And sometimes that may make you feel uncomfortable and that's okay. Stick with it. Try these things for 21 days and then assess. I, we use this on all the, all our clients and I'll always, I've recommended it for years and I have people that are still doing this on a daily basis and I asked. I, I suggested this four, five, six years ago. So, you know, it's just a great way to start. But we've shared a lot in terms of what works for us. I will go back to pick things that work for you, but do them consistently. And they say to form a habit, habit, you need to do something at least twenty-one days in a row. Some people say ninety, whatever, but I would recommend starting with twenty-one days in a row. And look, if you if if you stop for a couple of days, don't beat yourself over it, just get back. But actually try and do it for 21 days consistently and then assess would be my recommendation. So Stacey, I've spoken a lot, shared a lot. Obviously, uh, there's, there's, a, there's a lot for me to, um, that you inspired me to share. But what do you think? How do you feel? Well, I, I
1: would encourage the listener to think about, you know, what what lifts your soul. But then in addition to that, imagine that Nims and I are bringing you up to this beautiful buffet and we're showing you all of these different things that you can eat and we can point to you some of our favorites, but what you choose from the buffet to put on your plate is up to you. And you have to cultivate exactly what works for you. And like I was saying, for me, running was something in the past that really filled a space within me that, quite frankly, I forgot about in the midst of all of the chaos that was happening with my family. And as I started to reset and and find myself again and heal, it's been something that I've been able to go back to and tap into and. You know, friends, when I was at the peak of my, my running days, I was running marathons, you know, that's 26.2 miles. Am I in the same shape six years later that I was then? No, but I can still do the act, right. And take the time. And though my pace might be a little slower and I may slow down to a walk at times, I'm still reaping the benefits of this activity that for me has always been very connective you know i also want to say to the listener start small with your goals because if you try to do an overhaul of your entire life and applying these these healthy habits into your life all at once at least for me i'll speak for me in saying that i've never been successful at a massive overhaul when my son came out the other side of this trauma, and he moved away, I was ravaged. I felt connected spiritually, but physically, mentally, and emotionally, I was at the bottom of the barrel. I'm just so thankful that I had been in the training for so long that I knew the skills to go back to, to reset my energy. And I think that's what's beautiful about the spiritual practices that we're talking about. You can fall away from them for a period of time, but once you have these skills in your awareness and how they make you feel, there's something that no one can ever take away from you. No one can ever take away that awareness. So just like we were talking about, you know, you're in the gym with a personal trainer, you're seeing all these results, you're super successful. And then for some reason you stop going to the gym, right? And you start gaining weight again and you start losing that muscle mass. And you're like, wow, how do I get back to this? Well, you can remember what it felt like when you were working with a personal trainer and what were the activities that you were doing during that time that lifted your soul and made you feel healthy and strong. And you can go back into the gym and do a reset. So I want to say to the listener, wherever you are today in this journey, it's okay. But you always have the option to reset. And so for me, interestingly enough, um, and I feel kind of silly sharing this, but my son's out, right? And we're hit with COVID in it as a as a world. We're we're globally impacted by COVID. And during that time, a lot of us were were isolated, we're at home, you know, we don't have our normal routine. And for me, I've always found so much peace. In the process of self care of doing my makeup every day, right? Like that just was something that made me feel good about myself, like therapeutic self love. And so we're hit with COVID and I'm introduced to this beauty brand. And I started getting on Facebook Live and doing my makeup every day. And people will probably be like, what does this have to do with spirituality? Well, let me explain. I had lost myself, right? I I had lost myself in everything that was happening with my family. And I had this massive disconnect and then I'm getting on camera every day and I'm encouraging women to love themselves and to take care of themselves. But guess who I was looking at in the camera was looking at me. And so I was essentially reminding myself that I needed to take care of me and I needed to love myself. And so it started with slow changes. I started doing my makeup and practicing the act of loving myself. And then I started integrating better sleep habits so that I was more rested. And then I started incorporating journaling again. And then after I started incorporating journaling again, I started incorporating running. And when I started incorporating running around that time, I'm evaluating who am I spending the most time with? Who am I surrounding myself with? Who lifts my soul? And I'm giving these, these real life examples because I want the listener to understand that I'm, I wasn't always in this place of alignment and it didn't happen with this one day waking up epiphany and I changed my whole world. It was slow, gradual steps to reminding myself of my worth and, and the importance of taking care of me. and who I'm surrounding myself, and what I'm doing daily to nurture my connection. And I had to do it in gradual steps. And even now, as I sit here doing this episode with you, NIMS, I'm still figuring it out. You know, I'm still figuring out what has me in the space where I feel like the healthiest version of me in all four bodies. And I believe that the spiritual connection that I cultivate every day can be done in various ways. I mean, there are times where I'll get in my car. I love to take drives in my car. I love, I love that feeling, that kind of open road. You know, I live in the country in rural Maryland and lots of beautiful scenery and farms, and I'll feel a spiritual connection just driving down the open road right?
0: With the music on as well, just connect to the music. It's beautiful.
1: Yes. And so I'm using these examples because I really want the listener to understand that it can start with small things that you do for yourself and you build upon them like building blocks the same way that you would if you were transforming your physical body. You don't just go in and say, I'm going to run a marathon." You can have the desire to run a marathon, but there are a lot of steps that have to happen physically before you're to the place where your body is prepared for that marathon. And every single one of those steps that you start to implement into your routine is going to impact how you show up in the marathon, right? And that's what we're really talking about here is taking some action in the areas that you have control of in your life to create a deeper connection spiritually with yourself and, and really shine your light. And I believe that that happens in small steps and small changes that we make in in figuring out what from that buffet is going to be the perfect plate for us. And for me, I'm, I'm still actively chasing that and I'm chasing it every day.
0: I, I love that and it's, I love the way you describe it. It's that, you know, some, sometimes, and I've done it before, it's that we um we try and implement big change. You know, it's like, oh my God, we want to change everything. Just listen to this podcast and it's like, wow, 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 wow. Um, but it really is the bigger part is being consistent. You know, they say consistent action creates traction. It's that, you know, doing the things that lift your soul to a different level on a regular, consistent basis, but you've got to give it time. So, Maybe that's our recommendation is to look to pick at least one thing that you're going to do today and commit to do for 21 days. And then as things start to improve, you start to add other things and pick things that truly, truly lift your soul, right? Pick things that, that you feel that resonate with you. And the other thing to do is, is think about what's worked for you in the past. And it's in it, what it, what it's really about is, is it's, it's also important. I mean, we talked about in the physical body, the physical body is, is our vessel for our soul. So it's really important that we look after the vessel as well as we do the soul, right? So that's why it's important, the physical activity, and that's why it's connected to the spiritual activity. So, but again, I recommend pick at least one or two things, but you know, be realistic with yourself, stretch yourself. Sure, as you know, Stacey was saying, but, but also pick something that you know you can do and choose to do it consistently. And you know, Stace talks about five six times a week. Whatever works for you, but that making a commitment for you and following through on it is is the critical part. And you know some of the things that me and Stace have agreed to do, right? Is that yes, having that self care routine for me. And Stacey pushes me, and now you know she sent me a link to connect to my Apple Watch yesterday, which means that she can track my steps and things like that too, which is great, right? She keeps me honest, and so maybe find a buddy to to keep you honest, and can you can. But you know, have that self care routine for your physical body, but also think about how you're showing up in the universe. And if you're, you know, if you, if you, and also how you're going to nurture your, your gifts. Cause it's like, you know, I me and states have agreed on what the, the importance of the self care routine to us, but also how we're showing up as healers is something we've also agreed to do consistently, which is why, you know, over the last X amount of time, we've been releasing a podcast once a week. That was our commitment, right? We're going to release at least, a podcast once a week and actually what we do is we record it at least a week in advance so we have you know the podcast lined up so we can follow through on our commitment but then what we'll also do is is whatever whichever podcast we release on monday so when we when we release this podcast on a monday we'll go live usually on a tuesday if we can make it but you know one day in the week and we'll it'll be on the same topic and then we'll do a clubhouse room on the same topic so it means that we are consistently showing up as healers at the same time is consistently showing up for ourselves. And all of that is really important. But the biggest thing and the most important thing is how are you showing up for yourself? Because that gives you the base to do the other things. But we've recognized as healers that part of our self-care routine also has to be healing others because that's how we heal ourselves. And it's that once you start on this routine of understanding who you are, you'll start to understand more about you and what drives you, your programming, but you need that clear you need to you need that clarity and that daily self-care routine to truly connect with you to start to have this understanding to start to understand your programming and the other thing you can always do and we you know we we, we talk about it is is find a mentor find a guide find somebody who can who can help you on this journey and, and that could be in any of your four bodies right if you want somebody physically you can look for a personal trainer in the gym. You, know, you can find a therapist to help on the mental and emotional side. And you know, on the spiritual side, sure, there's a lot of healers out there that can guide you. And this is the key thing about a guide or a mentor on, on any of these is one, check your intention and make sure your intention is to be guided, not to be fixed. And and look look for, especially, especially on the spiritual side, look for somebody that when you listen to, you feel their connection on, at a soul level. I am a big believer that anyone that we work with on, on a spiritual journey perspective, on our that on a mentor or reading, it's a soul contract. They've been guided to us and we've already agreed that we're going to work with them. So, you know, me and Stace have channeled a, a spiritual mentoring program, which we love. We're seeing so much change in the people, and we just love doing it because it really is helping us do what we're here to meant to do. At the same time, we're guiding people to to shine their light and it lifts our soul. So Look for a mentor, but look for them to accelerate your journey. That's what a good mentor and a guide does: is it accelerates your journey. Because you'll hear me talk a lot about everything you need inside you, all the love, all the joy, all the answers, everything we need, all our soul contracts are already in us. But sometimes we need a nudge. Sometimes we need a, you know, a bit of a push. And the other thing I'll always recommend for people is we all have a soul family, and you know, sometimes you'll be, you might say. Well, I don't really hear any messages. I don't really, I'm sure you've had intuitive nudges before. I'm sure you've all had times where you've decided to do something. You're like, why did I decide to do that? That's actually you receiving a message. So that's the other thing I'd recommend you do as you go on this journey, as you start to do something on a daily basis, is just listen more and just trust in the things that are coming through. That's like it's everything. If we think if you think about everything we've suggested, it's all about consistent action time in nature consistently, time in silence consistently, connecting with your soul family consistently, listening out consistent. It's all about doing something consistent. But if you try and do everything at once, you're going to struggle because there's it's too much, too many things at once. So pick two or three things, do them consistently for at least 21 days, and then you can add other things. But if something's working, don't stop doing it and replace it, just add things to it over time.
1: I totally agree. I think there's something to be said for having an accountability partner, like you were saying, whether it's a mentor or someone that you, you know, connect with and have similar goals. Um, you know, I believe that all the mentors that came into my life prior to this season were preparing me for what was ahead. And I was given the gift of having these experiences with people who came into my life and kind of guided me through the process of finding the recipe that was going to work for me. And it's skills that no one can ever take away from me. Like once you have these skills, no one can ever take them away from you. And so if you fall away for a period of time, there's always the ability to reset because you know those things that work for you. And that's why I love what we do NIMS, because in a sense, you know, in order to be a really good mentor, you've got to be following your own advice. You've got to be doing the things that you tell other people what to do. And so for me, I'm so grateful for the work that we do because it inspires me every day to first show up for myself. right? What kind of mentor mentor would I be if I wasn't taking action myself? What kind of a healer would I be if I wasn't walking through the pain of my own healing journey? And so, for me, in this season, it's become more of a priority. Than it has ever been before to show up for myself, and I don't know. You know, I I imagine that we have some women listening to this podcast or some men who are who are parents. And how often, when we're raising children, do we set aside our own needs in the name of helping someone else? It's like you become a parent, and all of a sudden, your needs are backburned. And I definitely went through that season where I was putting everything that I had into my child and into my children. And at the end of the day, when all, when that season was done, I was there like on the floor going, what the hell just happened? How do I get back to where I was? And so I'm more aware than ever before that there is no medal that you receive at the end of life for the amount of sacrifice that you've made for another person that In order to really shine and be a good mom and be a good partner and be a good business person and all of those things, I have to be good for myself first. And so, what felt extremely selfish at times has been this expansion and growth into understanding that it's not selfish at all. That when I am shining a light on me first and I'm taking care of my needs and showing up for myself it's making me a better mother it's making me a better partner it's making me a better healer and so i recognize that taking action every day for me has to be a priority and it has to be the top priority and it's been very freeing for me because now there's no guilt in showing up for myself because i know that it's making me a better everything
0: i love that i love that and it's that we talk about this often too as as mentors but we're not showing up for ourselves. Isn't it interesting how the universe shows up and pushes us to, it just reminds us that we need to make sure that we set setting the example. And it's that, you know, um, we have to be authentic, right? As healers, as mentors, we need to be showing up for ourselves. Otherwise, you know, how can we show up for our clients? And it's also super interesting how a lot of the clients we have what they're going through and maybe we've already been through it recently or we're going through something similar. It's like really, it's, it's really interesting how the universe shows up for us when we show up for ourselves. And, um, you know, I always go back to what's your intention is that, you know, for me, you know, you talked about parent, I'm not parent, but for me, going out my way for somebody and kind of doing the things that I do, I do it because of the way it makes me feel. I'm always super clear on my intention on on why I'm doing something, and so, you know, if you are putting making going out of your way for somebody, et cetera, make sure you, you check in with yourself and ask why are you doing it. If your intention is to get something back, then maybe you gotta check that intention and understand that, you know, you've got to put you first. And I I, I love supporting the people around me, but I love doing it because of the way it makes me feel. And, you know, sometimes you do expect something in, in return, but actually most of the time I just love because it lifts my soul. So, you know, maybe that's the other thing you got to do is check in with yourself and ask, what are the things that you do on a, on a regular basis that lifts your soul? Because sometimes, you know, we start to resent going our way, out of our way for people because our expectations. When actually, if we understand the reason that we, you know, you, the reason that you're going out of your way for your kids, et cetera, is because it lifts your soul. You have this intention of being the best mother you can, best better mother, mother than you were the day before. And it's that, but you're doing it for you because it lifts your soul. Once you start recognizing that, that, actually everything you do, you do for you. Then you start to have a different perspective on it. Then you start, then you stop to have expectations of others and you focus on you. As you always say, says, there's only one person that will put you first, and that's you. And really that's the biggest message we could we could do with this podcast is. You have to, have to, have to make yourself a priority. That's the only way this week works. When you make yourself a priority and you start doing a few of these things, the universe will show up for you. But you have to meet the universe so, you know, I love this space with you. I love everything that we do. I love everything we share. Uh, you're a blessing in my life. And I always like us to end. Um, and then, you know, please share whatever you want to share as we close. But I always like us to end with A journal prompt, a message, a question for our listeners. What's what's the question? What are you feeling in this episode for our listeners? What's the takeaway?
1: So the big question is for me is what can you do for you today to create a deeper connection spiritually? Maybe it's something that you need to pick up your journal and process. How can you be a better you today than you were yesterday? What can you do to lift your soul?
0: Nice. So, what's the one thing you're going to do today out of everything we've discussed or everything you've done before that's truly going to lift your soul? What's the commitment you're making to yourself? And then maybe you can choose to do it for 21 days. I love that. I love that. Stacey, I've loved the series of four bodies. It's actually helped me a lot. Um, and I love the, you know, the space that we've created. Um, I'll regularly call this our podcast now. It's no longer mine. I share this space with you. And, uh, yeah, i love sharing this space with you. And, um, yeah, again, I feel so blessed with everyone that's listening to the podcast, all the feedback we get. If you, if you did like this ev- episode, then please comment. Please rate it on whichever platform you're listening. Uh, DM us with any questions. DM us with any feedback. Actually, if you want to, if you feel inspired to do a testimonial that we can share, again, the more people we can we can get to listen to the podcast, the better. Please do. Please DM us. And you know, if you're inspired and if you, if you feel inspired in to, to inquire about um, working with us as either a cash, or a cash record reading or if you want us to coach, spiritually coach and mentor you, then send us a DM or go to any of our websites and you can book a free discovery call to talk about mentorship. Um, this is what we do. We love doing it. We truly, truly feel inspired um, by all the clients we're working with. And it's just, you know, when you start living your purpose, things start to really feel different and your light starts to shine differently. So Stacey, I'm going to hand over to you, close out this podcast. And thank you for being here. And uh, just hand it over to you to close out.
1: Thank you, friends, for joining us. Uh, This has been a really incredible couple of episodes where we've just gone deep into how you align and how you show up for yourself and i'm excited to hear the feedback that we get as you're on this journey and i feel very grateful to share this platform with you Nims. so thanks again for having me
0: thank you everyone thank you everyone for being here truly truly feel blessed if there's any suggestions as to what you want us to cover in future episodes please let us know sending lots and lots of love and light to all our listeners and um yes and uh I wasn't going to share this, but I am. It's Stacy's birthday on Monday. So whenever you listen to this, please send her love. Um, she's a blessing in my life. And, you know, many of us don't like celebrating our birthday for whatever reason, but you know, she's a blessing in my life and Stacy publicly. I want you to wish you a happy birthday for Monday. Thank you for being part of my life. Thank you for expanding me in the way that you do. Thank you for everything that we do together on this journey.
1: Thanks Betty. I'm grateful for you.
0: Thank you. Sending love and light to everyone. Bye for now.